0: The birthplace of talk radio. See all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was! Holy God! My gosh! Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here. Okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go.
1: will hey, get back here, you pious? Can they say This is Ed McMahon, and now he. Armstrong and Getty.
2: Was that Joe Biden responding to the sexual allegations? <laughs> That's Is that what that right was?
0: Kinder, cracker.
2: Sad one, a Crocker. Live from Studio C. C O V I D say That music, Michael, it's an information party! We're in a dimly lit room, deep up in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today, everybody, we're under the tutelage of our
0: general manager, the YouTube doctors. Honorary, uh, honorary general manager, the economy. beer, The economy,
2: yeah, economic numbers just out. We'll talk about, I'm sure, a very, very soon, yeah, but did anybody expect them
0: not to be horrible? So, oh, no. No, in terms honestly. of expectations, it's like nobody's shocked. Like many experiences in my life, I went into it expecting it to be horrible and was not disappointed. Yeah. Boy, it sure seems the whole... Uh, Da-da.
2: Da-da. Yeah. The hashtag Me Too charge against Joe Biden is really getting more attention. Yeah, slowly but surely. And uh, I don't know what to think of it. He still hasn't spoken to it. He hasn't been asked about it is the best part. The very few interviews he's given, he hasn't been asked questions about it.
0: Right. Which right. Is, uh, well, and he ain't talking anyway. I read a no, great you editorial. got to ask the question. Oh, yeah, I know it. Of course. Yeah. It's insane. I read this editorial. Which one of the points they made was, eh, he may have done it, but I'm voting for him anyway. <laughs> Better a rapist than Trump. So, well, at least people are being open. You know, I appreciate the candor. Well, her, her friend from way back in the
2: day, who completely corroborated the story, by the way, which is something that didn't exist at all with uh, Miss Ford and Kavanaugh. Right. That that wasn't at all. You didn't have people on the record doing this. You had somebody on the record, I think, to Business Insider saying, yeah, she told me specifically about him doing that many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a whole level above the Kavanaugh accuser. I still don't think you're in a position where you ruin a guy's career and He's not the candidate or anything, but just saying. Um, but so you got to ask him about it at this point, don't you? Mainstream media, and
0: have him make his statement. Well, you got to make it down into his basement first. You try to ask him over uh, Skype or Zoom or whatever. Well, I and would... he'll just say, I don't know. You're breaking up. Am I wrong
2: that uh, he'd be better off to deal with it now than wait till it's closer to the election? Why? Why? I mean, he he's going to have to answer the question, right? Given so, oh, yeah. why, wouldn't you wouldn't you rather find a a favorable press person that you know is not like going to ask fifteen
0: follow up questions? Have them hit you with the question and get the answer out there? Uh, yeah, yeah, that is certainly the conventional wisdom. I just wonder if he and his people think, look, the mainstream media has very little hunger for this story. It's growing, but it'll peak. You know, we'll all forget it after the coronavirus. And they're just going to try to wait it out. It's a gamble, though, as you point out. Here's a quote from her neighbor in Business Insider.
2: I can't stand Donald Trump, so I don't want him to win. But this happened, and I know it did, because I remember talking about it. She told me about this guy, and I didn't really know who Joe Biden was, but she said she'd worked for the senator. She said that he had put her up against the wall, and he'd put his fingers inside her. She was talking about how dirty she felt. I'm personally a Democrat and a very strong Democrat, and I'm for Biden regardless. But I still have to come out and say this. That is a 100 miles further down the road toward evidence than happened with the Kavanaugh hearing.
0: God it was a long time ago. Oh, there were no witnesses. Eh, let's not worry about it. Sign the mainstream media who were apoplectic 48 or, or 24 months ago. Well, yesterday I was uh, uh, like
2: 100%. I, I said if I had to bet money, I would think he didn't do it. I'm not as sure about that now. This neighbor from way back, specifically Joe Biden, um, sound, doesn't sound crazy. Right. I mean, I know that's a, w- a weird way to judge things, but it doesn't sound crazy. Look, I hate Donald Trump. I'm voting for Joe Biden. But, yeah, she told me about this years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'll get to the, uh, the piece. I think it's in the uh, WAPO New York Times. I don't remember by Megan McArdle in which she uh, says a number of things, including. And again, if she was saying this back in the Kavanaugh day, I missed it, I, and I may just have missed it. My opinion on all this stuff has remained consistent. Uh, but she said, and if it's decades ago, isn't there? Do we not believe in rehabilitation or mistakes and then living? Uh, she didn't put it this way, but I will. If you live decades free of the sin you're accused of. Isn't that enough redemption, De- depending on what the sin is? I mean, if you machine gun a school bus, well, then, no, there's not redemption just because you don't do it for 30 years. Um, well, we but don't believe it she it was some, making that argument.
2: We don't believe it for some crimes. These stories pop up all the time where, you know, they catch somebody murdered somebody 40 years ago. They've been right. living. Seems a perfect life since got married, had kids, drove the school bus, you know, mm-hmm. donated to charities. But sorry, you murdered somebody. You're going to jail. And right. that question always comes up. Um, uh, in terms of this, uh, the, this Biden story and where it's going, I have, abs- I have absolutely no idea, but, uh, there's a reason we have statute of limitations on these things. And, um,
0: you know, in the court system, cause stuff that mm-hmm. old is difficult to nail down. Yeah, well, really impossible. Yeah, impossible in, in many impossible cases. Is the answer.
2: Yeah. Um. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator. Oh, and well, the thing I was going to throw in, if you're if you're uh, like if you're a pro Trump person and you're like you know really hungry to get this out there and get it going, I don't, I don't I think that's misplaced want. I'm not sure whoever would replace Biden is is good news
0: for you if you're a pro Trump in this election. Uh, yeah, I'm not calling out Joe Biden per se. I'm calling out the freaking hypocritical media. Yeah um let's introduce
2: everybody there's uh, board operator michael angelo pressing buttons flipping toggles pulling levers sorry this morning michael uh pretty good i'm just looking at uh the cable news and i think there is a glimmer of hope just slightly anyway we got um about 20 states that are going to reopen 20 yeah i'm looking at the map here uh-huh. they have and also um they're talking about a vaccine now now it doesn't mean it's done yet but
0: there's uh, at least two companies that are saying possibly a vaccine around september october
2: I live in one of the more clamped-down areas of the nation, and my traffic was full-on heavy today. I mean, I would consider it a busier traffic day than normal looking back over the 20 years I've been making the same commute. Hmm. Um, it, there's a lot of people driving out there. I don't know what that means, but uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
1: Doing very well. There is a uh, a possible try. It's a very powerful birthday day today in the celebrity realm. A possible trifecta of all time greats. So you have Daniel Day Lewis turning uh, sixty three,
2: arguably the, uh, one of the greatest actors of all time. Well, I think he's my favorite actor of all yeah, time.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld turned sixty six. Mm, Has a new special coming out. Arguably the greatest comedian of all time. That one's probably a little bit more contested. What um, is the deal with Social Security?
0: You no, know, I was going to make a, a Costanza reference only minutes ago. So uh, Jerry's uh, influence remains at least <laughs> on some generations.
1: And this is the one I'm not sure about because I don't really know where he would he would rank all time. But Willie Nelson, clearly legendary musical performer. I don't know if he would actually crest the the best of all time of oh, whatever genre he was well, in. But,
2: he's certainly in in the in the uh, ranking for uh, for music. He'd be up there with your Jerry
0: Seinfelds and right, that sort of thing right. in he, their yeah, own r- realms. The idea of picking one seems ludicrous to me, but he's in that highest echelon of and songwriters. how
1: old is yeah. Willie Nelson? 87. Wow. I actually kind of cheated. His birthday's tomorrow, April 30th.
0: But still, no, what? Wait, wait, wait. Boo. Wait a minute. This is scandalous. I, you I can't f- stretch a day
1: for a birthday. I didn't finish <laughs> reading the paragraph until just right now. <laughs> you maniac.
2: Which I don't blame you. There's no reason to finish a paragraph about the birthdays of Jerry Seinfeld and Willie Nelson. I you don't, don't need to do a deep dive on those. So, so
1: apology, I will issue a, a full retraction in my
2: final thoughts today. <laughs> that, was, that was outrageous. <laughs> a full retraction. Uh, hilarious. Um, You know, you don't hear about, you hear about the value of Friends reruns and a lot of different shows reruns. I don't hear that about Seinfeld, really. I know they you know, they got paid a gazillion dollars in the beginning, but in terms of like Netflix owning them or whoever, I just don't think Seinfeld has held up that well, even though at the time
0: it was the greatest thing ever. I'm sure there are learned, uh, you know, essays on why that is, but I don't think it's disputable. Yeah, it just it. It was so quirky and original, and there's so many other things
2: similar to that now, and yeah. that it doesn't stand out as oh my god, nobody's ever done this before. And it kind of
1: got outdone in terms of like it, Seinfeld. The show was innovative, but Curb Your Enthusiasm just turned the dial up to eleven on a lot of you what know, made that show great. That
2: might be it. Maybe that's mm. it. There was another chapter to the to that story. Yeah, and it was even better and more of the times. So anyway. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Wednesday, April 29th, year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the
0: show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lulu.
1: Happy birthday to you. Look at this. Huh? I mean, it's celebrating birthday really great, huh? Sorry, the candles are unnecessary here
2: so that's obviously arnold schwarzenegger singing happy birthday with the candles and the presents and those sorts yeah, of things
1: that's good Who, <laughs>
2: who's he singing happy birthday to uh, lulu
1: he's singing lulu. happy birthday to lulu, lulu. yeah lou is lulu oh lulu is his pet donkey that has oh, okay. gotten some instagram fame over the uh <laughs> the past several weeks yes months. uh so yeah that was uh, they had a the donkey birthday cake he apologized for the candles there towards the end I don't know how donkeys deal with fire, but seemed rather calm in the video. <laughs> it's,
2: a, it's, a, it's a donkey with the hauling and the pulling and the beast of burden and those sorts of things. Did you
1: like that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> oh, got to celebrate its birthday. with <laughs> a cake. Yeah, It's made of A. Yeah. And carrots. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And things of that sort. <laughs> <laughs> Look, two jackasses in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Stop it! Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh,
2: Arnold. Uh, so we got mailbag on the way. We got that economic numbers that we probably hit you, ought to hit you with right away. Cause there it's was just shrinkage. Just breaking. Yeah, no Good one. That's a really good one. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. So the U.S. economy shrank 4.8% in the annual rate in the first quarter. Biggest contraction since the recession a decade ago, although, you know, we didn't all die a decade ago during the recession. A lot of you probably don't even remember it, so <laughs> it's not like we were eating each other in the streets or something. Well, not often. But the worst is to come, most people think. This isn't like, you know, and then it's going to get better. Uh, almost certainly not, So at least according to the experts. Ah. Uh. Mailbag. Woohoo! More details on
0: those economic numbers. By the way, on the way. I kind of like this. Uh, Continuing our series of freedom-loving quotes of the day from Ludwig von Mises. It is not the fault of the entrepreneurs that the consumers, the people, the common man, prefer liquor to Bibles and detective stories to serious books, and that governments prefer guns to butter. The entrepreneur does not make greater profits in selling bad things than in selling good things. His profits are the greater, the better he succeeds in providing the consumers with those things they ask for most intensely.
2: That was long. That was very long. That was a long mm. quote.
0: Uh, prefer liquor to Bibles. Well, he. You can get by with one Bible, like, for your entire life, right? Sure. The Bible!
1: I don't appreciate the shot at detective novels either. Those are fine stories. Yeah. (laughs) You
0: child. (laughs) A couple of China-related notes. This one from Rich in beautiful Green, Oregon. Okay, I'm now convinced we must stop getting everything from China. I'm starting with getting my Chinese tattoo characters removed. I forgot years ago what they meant or said anyway. I think I'll look into Latin. Yes, Latin has stood the test of time. What's that? It means supply chain. (laughs) (laughs) That's what all those
2: Chinese tattoos are. We own your medicine, is what it says.
0: Yeah, you want masks? Pound sand. That's what it says in Mandarin. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that was the staff joke of the day Uh, right there already oh wow 20 minutes into the show it's It's practically unprecedented you know jonah goldberg
2: and the dispatch has been gloating for several weeks now about something that has been in his craw for decades and uh, how popular it was in the 90s particularly for people giving like ted talks to say the chinese have no word for problem or challenge or whatever the (laughs) bs was but right. their word is opportunity, because they see all challenge, which was obviously complete BS, but it got repeated by people like it was seriously too regularly. <laughs> and he's happy that people are catching on to how stupid and evil a lot of the
0: whole worshiping China thing has become. The Chinese also have no word for concentration camp. They refer to them as schools. Isn't that inspiring? That's a good one right there. Chinese t- assholes! Uh, again, his description is concise and accurate. How to make China pay, writes Paul, the economist in training. I've been trying to think of a way to make China pay for the damage of the virus. I've come up with a plan. The U.S. just doesn't pay back the approximately $1 to $2 trillion in debt held by the Chinese government and companies. Since they're basically the same thing, we call that paying us back. Then offer political and security backing to any country that took out loans under China's Belt and Road Initiative and now wishes to repudiate that debt. This hopefully deters China, gets these countries out from under the communist thumb, pushes them back toward us, the country that's backing them and canceling billions of dollars in loans. Just a thought. You know, you'd know, you have to be way more learned than me in the ways of international finance, Paul, uh, to answer my question, which is, if the U.S. repudiated a couple trillion dollars in debt, just said, we ain't paying, <laughs> what would that do to the interest rates at which we borrow? I mean, would Germans think, well, they might do that to us? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Generally speaking, you know, you declare bankruptcy. It it stays on your record for quite some time. and You pay uh, higher interest rates if you can get loans at all. Here's an interesting note from Bonnie. Nursing homes shouldn't exist. Other cultures on earth take care of their elderly. They move them in, care for them. Americans seem to send them to nursing homes more often. Hopefully the COVID nursing home plague will reshape, reshape how we treat our people. I read a really interesting, long, thought-provoking article. I think it was in The Atlantic, where they can't tell you what the weather is today in less than 5,000 words. Um, but they were talking about the failure of the nuclear family. And I read mm. the headline, and I was like, wait a minute, what? You're trying to tear apart the you communist?" But their point was, no, it used to be the extended family. Um, You know, people, aunts and uncles and grandmas and grandpas and help raise each other's kids. And if somebody was sick, blah, blah, blah. And it was really a fabulous coping mechanism. It was the way humans were probably designed to be.
2: Sure. We have Um, (laughs) uh, we have friends that have lived in the area their whole lives, unlike me and my wife. And uh, their 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 system for doing things because they have aunts and uncles and cousins and everything like that is just it just looks so much more efficient and better for the
0: kids and the parents. Yeah, and, and the grandparents. So, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting thought, Bonnie. I mean, that's a, that's a heavy one. That's a, that's heavy to consider. But uh, thank you for the contribution. A little bonus mailbag coming up. We have some funny stuff, good stuff, good thoughts. People are getting militant. A little more of the details on the economic news. Armstrong and Getty. A couple of bad apples uh, can make this challenge that much more difficult. For instance, we had somebody apply for unemployment for Tupac Shakur here in Kentucky. And that person probably thought they were being funny. Except for the fact that because of them, we've got to go through so many other claims. That one person thinking that they were funny, using somebody else's identity, is going to make tens of thousands, potentially, of other people wait. It's not okay. Now, somebody, an apology tonight... I mentioned an individual that had filed in the name of Tupac Shakur. Oh. oh. I didn't know, um, and it's my fault, uh, that we have a Kentuckian who goes by Malik, uh, whose name is Tupac Shakur. I talked to him on the phone today. I apologize. I told him how it happened, uh, but I owned it. It's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> Governor of Kentucky. It's not funny. It's a waste of time. Still <laughs> costing people their lives.
2: under the name of... John Wilkes Booth. and I don't think it's funny. (laughs) You're a whole... Excuse me. I have to apologize.
0: We do have a Kentuckian named John Wilkes Booth. Signed me. Biggie Smalls. (laughs) (laughs) Governor Biggie Smalls.
2: Oh, boy. That's funny. (laughs) Okay. This isn't funny, Joe. (laughs) That's my transition. That's good. Um this isn't landing like with a you know a bombshell because nobody thought the economic numbers for the first quarter were going to turn out to be good this is not surprising to anybody um but it is officially now the end of the longest expansion in US history as because we have the actual numbers in front of us the first quarter we did uh, go down by 4.8% we, we oh, yeah. the economy shrunk oh. by 4.8% in the first quarter um and that is a uh, that's not good. Um, it's the worst, according to the Wall Street Journal, and the person they're quoting, you wouldn't know who they were. It doesn't make any difference. But we are in the worst economic event that we have faced as a nation and globally since the Great Depression. And there are definitely others arguing that it could uh, surpass that. Uh, when all is said and done. This go is un- this is unprecedented in terms of what we typically see in a recession. When you go into a recession, it's usually a gradual process. It doesn't happen all at once like this. That's what's how this stands out. And they expect the second quarter to be where the real damage hits. Yeah. So a contraction of 4.8%, that is the gradual to the number that we're going to have in the second quarter.
1: Because th- there, were, there were parts of the first quarter that were...
2: Relatively unaffected by this, this really hit kind of midway through the quarter. To give you a for instance, Ford expects to lose about five billion dollars in operating profit for the quarter of June. The five billion dollar loss is twice as large as the analysts expected only a couple of days ago. Holy cow! So a couple of days ago, the Ford experts were saying two and a half billion dollars. We're going to lose in now. They're saying five billion. So it's 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 what's coming. I may just stay in bed tomorrow. I don't want to
0: hear what they say then. So,
2: and that's why a lot of people are screaming and yelling. You got to get this thing open back up to any extent that you can. If a business can open up, let it open up. And there are lots of. Them, I know several that there's no justification for them being closed. Right. Now, whether or not they'd have customers if they opened up, I don't know. But that's a different question.
1: And it's up for the
2: business to make that calculation. Right. Exactly. Um, Elon Musk is—he uh, was tweeting in the middle of the night, pushing for reopening the, the country, and now with how it's damaging
0: Tesla in the Bay Area and just the economy in general. Right. Um, well, you know, we've been predicting/slash fearing this for a very long time—that a very soft, safe, comfortable country that has become obsessed with safety and nothing bad ever happening, and if it does, a lawyer will get you money and the rest. It's just complete loss of the resilient, you know, pioneer spirit. That built this country. Sorry, Indians. Um, that you know, they the only way that these things would change is through a cataclysm, through a, a, a terrible, terrible, um, you know, turn of history. But our obsession with safety first, safety first. No, you know what? Safety maybe second or third, depending on if you're talking about six year olds and firearms or or reopening the economy. How about productivity first? and as much safety as we could possibly muster up. And I just think the governors of America had gone miles down the, oh, we just need to err to the side of nobody getting this terrible Chinese bat disease. And with due, all due respect to how horrible it is, uh, we've gone overboard.
2: God, and we're clamping down more, which is just confusing to me. That, that, that's the thing oh, I yeah. don't get. So we understand the protocols now, stuff that I'd never done in my life wearing masks, washing my hands constantly, not touching doorknobs. That was all new to me. Now it's second nature, like it is for so many other people. We're right. in a much better position as a society to go back to these businesses now. We understand how to do all this stuff. We all got a bottle of Purell in our in
0: our car and just all kinds of different things. Yeah, don't stand close enough to get a uh, face full of spray uh, if somebody sneezes or coughs or just talking uh, speaking damply on each other. As, uh, who was that? Macron of France? No, that was a cute little Justin Trudeau, wasn't it? Yeah, Trudeau. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we all know that. So we're, we're, we're good. Probably Elon Musk's not a drinker, right?
2: He's a, uh, he's a toker. He's a midnight stroker.
1: No, he, he's a joker.
2: He enjoys
0: the gunch.
1: No, he, he, he shared a, a marijuana cigarette or a blunt on the Joe Rogan podcast. Theories range on how much he actually inhaled on that. Oh, okay. But I think he's, he's, uh, uh, a, a, sir, I think he has whiskey more often than you have uh, okay. a, a joint, would be my a guess. T- no. tweeting,
2: tweeting at 2.15 a.m. is more of a drinker thing, yeah, isn't it? Depends uh, what he tweeted. <laughs> but he tweeted, Free America Now and a link to the Wall Street Journal op-ed piece that I meant to read from yesterday and we'll yeah, read from he was later was drinking.
0: Today. he was drinking.
2: Uh, the Wall Street Journal uh, op-ed piece uh, arguing that... Um, that the severe shutdowns have not helped save many lives. They're trying to back it up with data and uh, to open the economy back up. But maybe more on that later. But that's where we are. Uh It was a rough first quarter, and the second quarter is going to be just disastrous. And the never-ending tentacles of this, which are hard well, to wrap your head around.
0: It's the tentacles I fear. Oh, definitely. It's... uh you know the the one jenga piece you take out and everything crumbles and you think why why did that make it crumble i never saw that coming because economies can be like that i don't mean to freak people out and scare them or anything like that but the, now uh, you should be freaked out and scared about this this is a very very big deal right the history of the world is that of unintended consequences I mean, most of the things that have happened in history were tangential to what people were trying to do. They just kind of happened. And, yeah, there could be just enormous just kind of happens, economically speaking, uh, through this thing, which is why we must, for the million and third time, balance carefully the need to not choke the economy to death with the need to protect people from uh, Chairman Xi's Chinese bad feet, Well, parts of the country have
2: announced an extra yes. five weeks of shutting down. Now, the courts are getting involved more and more. We mentioned how in Illinois, the court put a hold on it, and they're going to take a look at it. Pennsylvania, some people are, are suing about whether or not the governor gets to make these sorts of arbitrary decisions about businesses and which businesses they choose. Um, I'm, I'm I'm happy the courts are going to take a look at this. I'm a little worried about how it's going to turn
0: out, but... Yeah, there's a civil rights case uh, that just worked its way through Ohio. The Ohio Supreme Court uh, turned them down, but it's going to the, the U.S. Supreme Court now, about one of the governors, uh, I can't remember specifically, uh, it'll pop into my head, but the governor made one of his dictates, you know, like governors are all over the country. Like I just read this morning, we got an email, a uh, good point, that uh, pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom, oh, there it is, an email from Rod. Uh, the governor of the great state of Cal Unicornia just struck down the plastic bag ban in grocery stores. It was an idiotic measure, but it was passed by the legislature. I'm just a bill. Yeah, I'm only a bill. We know how that works, right? Um, and he just said, nah, not so much now because of the COVID thing. Yeah, we kind of got to figure out where do these people power? Where do they, they begin and where do they end? Um, we have. I mean, could, for instance, could uh, you know the president? He just uh, said uh, uh, the Defense uh, Production Act means we can keep the uh, the hog uh, mills open, right? hog mills, meat processing plants. Uh, could a governor the hog mills where they make hogs? Could uh, a <laughs> governor hand you uh, hogs? <laughs> we craft hogs the old-fashioned way.
2: I still feel weird that I, I was sad yesterday reading the story about the number of baby hogs that they're slaughtering because they have no place to send them, Yeah, and then you pointing out that they're going to kill them anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. It's the only reason they exist. They weren't going to yeah. become lifelong
0: pets and go to college. Uh, but yeah, exactly, exactly. Raise kids and grandkids and... Sit on the front porch, rocking in their chair, thinking about the old times. Uh, <coughs> no, they were going to be on your plate. Uh, but my question is, if a governor can just say, well, now we got the COVID, so this, uh, this bill, which, again, was idiotic, counterproductive, stupid, feel-good, AOC-style green crap, but the governor just overturns it with a stroke of the pen because of the COVID, could a governor say, look, we know uh, we got uh, food production's bogging down. We don't have enough labor in the fields. We're going to reinstitute slavery. Now, slavery was overturned, of course, by an act of the legislature and, and constitution and the rest of it. But uh, because of the COVID nineteen, we're going to have slaves again. How far <laughs>
2: could they go? I
0: don't know. There, there should be a line drawn, probably. Yeah, I'd say.
2: Um, how about this? Since we just spent some time talking about the opening up and that argument and stuff like that, maybe we get to the the, the doctors and the YouTube taking them down and all that. Uh, uh, like uh, um, yeah, oh, the famous of,
0: Bakersfield doctors.
2: Because I feel like we ought to get to coming up uh, Hillary Clinton's endorsement of Joe Biden. There's one particular aspect of it that I really like. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's not the most obvious part of it. Okay. Some pe- right, some people, a lot of people are commenting on uh, the, the big endorsements coming down right, at the, right in the middle of the heat of the sexual allegations. As that's building up, like mm. trying, to, trying to blunt that quickly. Hillary's on board. Who else? Who else came out and endorsed yesterday? I think there were two two big ones yesterday. Um but uh Nancy
0: was just the other day.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, but that's is similar in that same time frame of these right. allegations are growing and so you get the real powerful on board to say this is clear. He's the he's the nominee. Let's not get you know wobbly legs here. Let's not get any blah 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 Cuomo going. But what Hillary uh Hillary's actual uh, endorsement and then Donald Trump Junior's comment about it is oh, fairly entertaining. So stay, I hope
0: it was charitable. <laughs> stay tuned
2: to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: great to have you here
2: thank you so much joe it's
1: a real pleasure to be here with you i am thrilled to be part of your campaign to not only endorse you but to help highlight a lot of the issues that are at stake in this presidential election
0: what is it with her inability to not talk like a phony politician She is utterly incapable of coming off as authentic. When she tried. If her hair was on fire, I would find her screaming to be, I don't know, I think she's got an angle. That's the first time (laughs) I've heard her sound like that in like four years.
2: Because all the uh, other times I've heard in recent times, she sounds like a normal person, hating on Trump and, you know, trying to make jokes and all that sort of stuff. Then she gets into politician mode. Thank
0: you, Joe. And I Welcome, would just Hillary like to it's say. It's great to have you here. <laughs> Thank you so
1: much, Joe. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. I am none thrilled.
2: Of, no, wait, None of those words or phrases sounded like it does when anybody else says them. Yeah, I know it. Thank know you it. so much. And it is a pleasure to be Just, what
0: is it with her in that? I don't know if somebody told her some time in the past. you got to speak really slowly and denunciate every
2: word. I've heard so many people say that, like, behind the scenes, she's, like, got, you know, just really personable and funny and uh, down to earth, blah, blah, blah. Why can't she show the tiniest percentage of that? Thank you, Joe. It is such a pleasure to just wait it like sounded
1: a, like she was reading a cue card
2: almost. She, yeah she's like a weird political robot anyway I don't understand how any of these politicians particularly the Democrats because they're the the party of Hollywood don't have any sound people <laughs> that can get them a decent microphone it's not you don't have to be Spielberg to get a decent mic
0: plugged into an iPhone even why yeah yeah you're right you're right they all they all sound like I am so pleased to be with you today. It's terrible <laughs> talking to the mic, baby. You
2: don't you, you've got hundreds of millions of dollars in your foundation and your packs and everything like that. You don't have an audiovisual person from the local community college that can hook you up with some decent sound? <laughs>
0: I just don't get yeah, that. Yeah, no kidding. Order yourself a twenty-nine dollar microphone on Amazon and plug that puppy in. So I didn't watch. Did, the, did you see where uh, Tucker called her uh, champion of uh, called Hillary a champion of women or a cow? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? No, I, no.
0: I find no, that you can't do that. That's inappropriate. Completely, it's childish. It's insulting. It's hurtful. It made me laugh a lot. <laughs> oh, um, be, That's out of I'm bounds. But a number of Armstrong and Getty fans uh, found that especially amusing since we do cow clips of the week uh, every Friday
2: Champion of women or cow. Oh, cow. That's yeah. not OK. <laughs> now, I didn't watch the Hillary Biden video, but uh, Donald Trump Jr. retweeted. Oh, my God. Looks like Biden fell asleep during Crooked's rant endorsement. He's truly the gift that keeps on giving. He does look like he's sound asleep there for about a minute. I think he's just yeah. looking down and trying to be humble while she says nice things about him, which I get. That's a, that's a proper way to act.
1: I see but. him looking down at what I'm assuming are notes a lot more during his little basement appearances. Oh, you think that's what he's doing? I think at people notes? are trying to get him on message, less rambly, give him reference points to go back to. And I see him all that he kind of he, he, he doesn't steer into it. He tries to do it like people don't notice that he's not making eye contact with the camera, lifting something up. I, I've seen him do that a lot. OK, yeah, that would less explain
0: rambly or dementia E. Yeah, 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 I didn't
2: think he was actually asleep, but his eyes are com- he's completely down for quite a long time while she's talking. So that's what he's doing. He's looking over his notes to remind himself what giant
1: three by five cards.
2: Don't mention corn pop. (laughs) (laughs) Your hairy legs are not a topic.
0: And by the way, I got hairy legs.
2: (laughs) See, that's not what you're supposed to say,
0: Joe. Anyway, so that's all there is.
2: It's, It's kind of a nothing. I, I, I wonder if there was some strategy behind. Hillary and Nancy coming out in a 48-hour period right when the terror Reid allegations seem to be heating up. I don't know. Could be coincidence.
1: There was a little bit more where he expressed his appreciation for her endorsement. And no an <laughs> say <side laughs> random bush horns, horn crocker is going <laughs> to roll my
0: pistol-cutter. How many times are you going to get me with that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. 500 more.
0: Yes, as we and, and to I November. look forward to it. <laughs> but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. Hey, so here's a little good news, if you can stand it. Uh, well, it's it's speculative good news, but Major League Baseball has gotten pretty far in discussing a start to the season, late June, empty stadiums, realigned league. There will be three like divisions, ten teams each, and why, you only play within your division, so nobody has to travel very much.
2: Oh, okay, for travel. I was wondering why you're realigning, just so you don't go clear
0: across the country. Right, right, exactly. And there's no need. Yeah, the, the whole, let's just do it all in Arizona. A lot of the guys said, look, I, I, I'm with my family at least half the year. That's a good point. I kind of like to see my wife and kids. That's a good point. Yeah, we forget that they're not merely tools for our uh, entertainment. Yes, you're, they are. You're indeed. a
2: tool for my entertainment.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> Entertain me, players. Tool. Uh, so here, here's your. Uh, of course, some possible... of the other
2: guys were saying on the road the entire season. All right,
0: <laughs> yeah, could be. Well, I, if you're a baseball fan, though, I think you'll uh, you'll enjoy these possible matchups in the East. You have the Yankees and Mets and Red Sox, Nationals, Orioles, Phillies, Pirates, Blue Jays, Tampa Bay Rays, and Miami Marlins. The uh, for some reason they go East West then Central. And that's a, that's a bias bias against the heartland. I'm going with Central second. The Cubs the Cubs and Sox in Chicago. You got your Brewers, your Cardinals, your Royals, Reds, Indians, Twins, Braves, and Tigers. They'd all be in the same division. Then out west, Dodgers, Angels, Giants, Athletics, uh, Padres, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Rangers, uh, Astros, and Mariners. The so there'd be some fun, uh, you know, like super regional matchups.
2: The Detroit Tigers have to do something Tiger King related, don't they? Just seems like oh such a gosh. great opportunity. Or at least oh, fans, yeah. if they're ever fans again.
0: I wonder if that could, that could get old. Uh, Joe Exotic, some uh, lawyer in money too, if they pay him for the rights. I don't know. Is <laughs> the Tigers King. I'm trying to picture how it go. They, if they
1: go on the road. You just bring a bunch of Carol Baskin yeah. signs to exactly. it or something. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to think.
2: You know, uh, so the baseball season. There. What did you say the date was? They're talking about uh, starting June. June, June at some point. Yeah. Why not? It's outdoors. You
0: can keep people definitely uh, socially distanced in, in baseball. I think it's the Korean League is up and running full speed, empty stadiums, but they're playing their games and they're on TV and everything. So North Korean lead or South Korean League, <laughs> the North Korean League, where they break sticks off the dead trees to use as bats. Stop and eating throw... the
2: baseball. I realize it's horse hide, but they just we can't keep playing if you keep eating the baseball
0: balls of hair. Yeah. It's a little, little third-world poverty humor there for you. Oof, that's <laughs> rough. Hey, it's communism, Jack. So, Kim, All right? It's not Kim, a coincidence that they're starving and they're communists.
2: Kim Jong-un's yachts are being seen in that one area we were talking about yesterday. I think it's pretty clear now. He's, he's hunkering down, hiding from the coronavirus. He's alive, but he's just trying to stay away from uh, the virus in a country that has zero health care. Armstrong and Getty.